Okay, so let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Who's tape? Who's taping? Who's the? Uh, I'm recording. Recording, not taping. Eh, Jean-Philippe? Taping is two thousand late. Eh? Okay. <laughs> You're too young to remember the recorder. No, I I know that. Oh yeah. Yes, absolutely. Oh, uh, okay. So yesterday was Sabrina. Okay, let's. It was Marie Pierre. Oh, Marie Pierre. God, I'm late. Okay, so yesterday was Marie Pierre. She went through the first five steps of major mistake cause. of leadership. Yeah. Hi, Momo. Thank you. There. Okay. So yesterday we went through that. We covered until five, right? Yes. So inability to organize details, unwillingness to render humble service, expectation of pay. Bye. Have a nice day. Expectation of pay for what they know instead of what they do with that which they know. This is my favorite, by the way. This is my favorite, okay? And remember yesterday when we talked to Jean-Philippe, when you, people will follow you because of what? You do, not what you You know, know. this is it, okay. Fear of the competition. So let's say, Marie-Pierre, you were to cover it diagonally. Quickly, okay. so you would understand six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. How would you go about it? Um, I think I will just talk about the cause, but not tell the five exactly, because when we go again. We don't have time to, <laughs> to do the rest. <laughs> okay. So the, the five major causes of failure. Just the name and that's it. No detail. Okay. I love it. So today I go with selfishness. Yes. So leaders that say, oh yeah, me too. So let's say Sabrina would say, oh my God, yesterday, um, uh, I generated this much sales. And instead of letting her shine, a selfish leader is going to do this. Oh, yeah, but me too. And she's going to up one. Oh, yes, but me too. And she's going to downplay her so she or he can upplay his, right? So a great leader in the 21st century never claims honor. The really, 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 really great leaders are only able to recognize their people. And they know, we know, that the more we recognize them, the harder they will work. In English, we say people will work harder for praises than they will for raises. Raises, increase in salary, okay? Praises instead of raises. And if we take a look at yesterday's rally, it was a phenomenal display of 
absolute recognition to the organization. And even those not recognized, we gave that quote. Now you understood why I was looking for those images, Marie-Pierre, with the closing speech. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's all glad. I know like yesterday I said, okay, if we're going to show how many qualified for the cars and we're going to show, like they need to see the hard work that went behind it. You know, the, the nose, the nose, the nose, the nose, how many knows? Anyways, it was really good. Okay. Intemperance. How do I say intemperance in French? Intemperance. Okay. Okay. Where we lose our people, and I'm, 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 this, this, this I need to master because I'm such, I have such endurance that often I'm in, I have intemperance, but I burn people around me. You understand? No, but it's true. So when I read this, I said, okay, okay. I don't need to, honestly, I don't need to pace myself. I keep going. I'm, I, sometimes I, I wish somebody would be here to see how early it starts and how late it finished with like, but I lose my people that don't have the endurance, you understand? Or don't have equal ambition. It's like I become too much for them. So good leaders, so I'm working on that, right? Good leaders pace themselves. Give us an example of that. Selfishness, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Give them an example. To display intemperance, in my case, what I try to do, what I try to do is pace myself that one week we work for recruiting, next week we work for sales, and keep the focus on one thing at a time so that I don't burn my sales force out. Because one of the notes I wrote down is intemperance in many ways will destroy the endurance and the vitality of a team. What saves Lady Diama with a leader like me that doesn't have intemperance is that we have a delegation of tasks. But can you imagine if it was just you three all the time with me for the whole week? Are you looking for an answer or it was a no, rhetorical question? No, no, I know question. the answer. Did you say it was a rhetorical question? Yeah, it was a rhetorical question. So on Mondays, I, I have a team there. On Tuesday, I have another team. On Wednesday, I have Because otherwise, I would burn them out. So that's how I deal with my intemperance. Is making sure that I don't rely on one person only. Which I have done in the past and I, I, I lost my people. So examples of handling intemperance, because I don't think I could pace myself down because then I would be a victim of making myself small so others are comfortable. But what I can do as a leader for intemperance is making sure that I'm working with different people seven days a week. I'm making sure that I'm not always going to the same person for something. Does that make sense? Would, mm-hmm. that, would that help somebody who is intemperate deal with intemperance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, any other examples? I think that's that... maybe at the because it's excess, so it's excess of work, but you have leaders that excess of liberty. Oh. So they say work, 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 but she does nothing. Oh, okay. Okay, you. you... <laughs> oh, okay. That's the new ring on the cellulars. That yesterday. Amber alert. Amber alert. But when did it start, Amber alert? Like two years ago. Oh, my first was yesterday. I got a heart attack. I was at the hairdresser, falling asleep on the chair because intemperate leaders like me, the moment I'm doing nothing, my body says, oh, I can sleep, right? So here she's <laughs> doing my hair and I'm doing this, I'm nodding away. And then this goes off. I thought I was going to die of a heart attack. How come <laughs> just yesterday I got it for the first time? I think it, it's depending on like your la geolocalization. Oh, because like it's not everybody all the time that receives it. Okay, so if if the child was gone in South Shore and I was on the South Shore, then I got the Amber Alert. Mm -hmm. So that means we're tracked wherever we go. Do -do, yes. do -do, do -do, do -do. During the DSS at the restaurant. So they say, oh, all these people are here. Hey, that's yeah. scary stuff. Okay. So anyways, thank you. Okay. So uh, intemperance. So the leaders that keep pushing their teams, but they do nothing. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of that, by the way. Eh? Mm -hmm. So what do we say here for the opposite? What, what are we going to say? Respect the rhythm of each people. If you ask something of, if you ask something to do, you have to do it. Okay. Yeah. Don't ask something. So it comes back to yesterday, which is good. Yeah. You don't ask anybody to do something that you're not willing to do yourself. I like that. Okay. Disloyalty. Disloyalty. Again, I'm going to come back to the video on Facebook of somebody that just qualified for the car, qualified for Walt Disney, and then you see this post that we're going to be selling jewelry. Okay. This is exactly number eight. How do you want your followers to stay loyal if I myself am disloyal? Can I say that? Mm -hmm. Give an example. See, you, you guys jumped in your MLM and you burned your bridges. You know, like Caroline Crevier yesterday when she shared. Oh, I, she was supposed to say how much she earned. She was already making 65000 So she, like a teacher, she didn't burn her bridge that was a $20,000 opportunity. She burned the bridge at 65,000 because she knows very clearly that if she wants to be successful, you've got to preach and do what you're saying, right? So disloyalty. Again, when I saw the picture of she, she qualified on top of that for Walt Disney, I'm going, 
Like if you do have extra minutes, why wouldn't you give it to one thing? Mm -hmm. And I would say here the same thing with parents. I say my family first. And yet that, that Friday night that you're free, you'll go out with your friends. Can I say that? Instead of spending more time with your family because your priority number two or number three is your family. Can, can I say that or I can't? I think I can. Yeah. Because comes a time in life, you have to understand that what you did in your teens, you cannot do in your adult life. And what you did in your adult life, once you have a spouse, you can no longer do it. But people keep bringing in what, you know, getting drunk. You're 16, people got drunk, right? They keep bringing that in when they're adult. It doesn't work. It was cute at 17 when you got drunk and you look like an idiot, okay? But at 28, you look like a loser. Does that make sense? There's mm -hmm. things that here you go, oh, it's cutesy, but here it's, okay? And then, okay, now you went out, whatever. Okay, it's cute in the 20s, but at 40, it's, it's sad. If you're mm -hmm. still running after Tom, Dick, and Harry, you know what I mean? Or Anna, Samantha, and Lucy. <laughs> so in the 20s, you say, well, I'm living my life. But at 40, it... so this loyalty, loyalty, like for me, it's all of that, being loyal also to my husband, being loyal also to my children. Like I work all the time. Why do my children respect me? Because they know that when I'm not here, I'm with them. Is that like very, very, uh, would that make sense to bring it there at that number eight? Mm -hmm. So I must be loyal above and under. Example, we never speak ill of our company. You know, sometimes even us when we're talking on a power hour or actually more the family, oh, they did this, like that's wrong, that's wrong. We always have to, like I know sometimes I do it and I know it's wrong. My company above has to always be, they're doing their best. You understand? Uh, my leaders, even if they're, they're not competent, let's say they're not. Okay. But you, you can't, you I can't like, ah, oh, you can't, they're doing their best. And it's true, they're doing their best. Nobody wakes up in the morning and say, oh, today I'm going to be an incompetent leader. They just don't know that they don't know. So loyalty is always also speaking well of people. Uh, I think we can uh, talk about an example. If you hear about another director or someone talk to you about a consultant, you cannot talk badly. Yes. Yes, exactly. Because Sabrina sometimes says, oh, this consultant did this. No, no, you can't talk about it. They'll feel it. They'll feel it. You're disloyal. Okay, so we got that covered. Nine, emphasis of the authority of leadership. Well, I'm a director or I'm a business leader, right? So I use my title. Is that what it is, this? You skip one. What, which one did I skip? Oh, yeah, yeah okay. Okay. Uh, I lead by encouraging. If I am a real leader, I have no need to advertise. Uh, this reminds me of my mother. Uh, 
I, cause her father, my grandfather made wine. We had a vineyard in Italy and, uh, he was the only one we live like on, uh, at the bottom of a mountain, Colin, a hill, not a mountain, but a hill. And I said to my mom, why nonno Alfonso doesn't have sign that he sells wine too. And he says, she says to me, because it's good wine. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, the one who advertises the wine is no good. When the wine is good, you don't have to advertise. You don't, you don't need, it's going to be sold before you get a chance to advertise. So this here, I think I'm going to give that as an example. If, you're, you, if you need to emphasize that you're a director, if you need to emphasize that you're the bank manager, you know, whatever title, you need, you need to emphasize in your, in your dialogue your title. That means that your leadership is, is poor. Would that make sense? Mm -hmm. It's just that like the last twos, like they're very similar. Wow, they are, eh? So how would you do nine? I think that one is about the title, like the way, as you said it, like I'm a, <laughs> let's take one, somebody that's not there anymore, but um, what was her name? I don't remember, whatever, okay. Um, Five-star director. <laughs> Elite bronze. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay? That girl, I meet her like for the first time at a Jubilee and she started like that. And I was like, who the hell are you, bitch? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, Jean-Philippe. Okay, just for this, it was worth recording this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I want the pre-podcast to be about. I want it to be the, exactly, who the hell are you? Exactly. So how would I separate so that the, the people listening to the podcast understand emphasis on authority of leadership versus emphasis of title? I think title is really like, Five I'm star. director, I'm, yeah, that, like that. But authority of leadership, it's more like the way it has been done. Like with what Sabrina says at the end of her, like with cooperation, like there is power versus cooperation, leadership by consent versus leadership by force. So number, number nine would be that, right? Yeah, like leadership by force. It's not just by the title, but it's just because I'm up to you, you have to listen to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, because I'm up to you, uh, the way it's been done or the way I've been like recruited or engaged, like employed, it's I'm the best. Like you have to listen to me. Well, actually like those days, People don't respect like incompetent people. Yeah. Like upside down. It's called like there is a law. I think it's Murphy law. Do you know Murphy law? Whatever can go wrong goes wrong. That's Murphy law. 
Okay, maybe it's not that one. No, like there is a law that they say that Peter. you can go up in a company well like you're still competent and because you're competent you're like still going up but like at a time you're like get a, a title or a position into the company but at that position you're not, not yeah what a pito pitola yes yeah. So like, because you're incompetent, but we don't want to like hurt you. So we don't want to put you down where you were the best or change you because we're going to hurt your feelings. So we keep that incompetent person in that position, which is really bad because that sometimes they're going to use their authority as I've been put there because I've been good there. But yes. Actually, those are the, the most dangerous type of leaders. And by the way, in my MLM, I've dealt with presidents that were incompetent, but because they put, so they become very um, ego. Like they'll start imposing things on us that you're saying. They're arrogant. Yes, very, very arrogant. Okay. So Jean-Philippe, can you come in with that? It's at number nine, eh? Yes. Okay. And number 10, for me, it's an easy one because... I was raised with, with two great leaders, my mom and dad, the door of the office, never closed. By the way, what's beautiful, just a, a clean day, uh, uh, one of the things that I'm really, really enjoying right now in my e-commerce is because I come from a world that the door must never be closed, that you have to be a welcoming uh, leadership. But I also realized, just between us four, I also realized that that stopped me also from growing because... You don't want to have formalities. I was raised that you have to be simple with no formalities. So my door was never closed. It also didn't allow me for personal growth to develop because it wouldn't make sense for me to close my door. But today that we're in this new type of business uh, on the way we're doing it right now, well, what's it, as it's allowing me to do? My door is open, but there's nobody here. I'm, I'm keeping focused. Just in parentheses, right? Okay. Um, so any one of these faults is sufficient to fail in the long run. And that would complete that. And then I, I think I would have enough time, tell me what you think, to just some, some, some new type of leaders that are required in today's field, because it's not long. So right now, leaders... Um, we'll, we need new re leaders in the, as po politicians, but honest politicians, mm -hmm. okay? And not politicians that are there to serve their own self-purpose. So if any of you out there aspire to go in politics, right now is the time to rise up in that field, but work for the country, at the service of the country. Do you know that politicians, of course you know, you're, yeah. Politicians in the past did not receive pay. It was just a symbolic fee. You chose to be in politics to serve the people. In the olden days, that's how it was. Like hockey players, they played to entertain. They didn't make money. They had a full-time job. And they were hockey players. Come Guy Lafleur, that we have a statue of him here at the Olympic Stadium. No, Bouchard. Bouchard. Anyways, one of them. Okay. In the banking. You know, you, you want to be a great leader today and distinguish yourself. Banking systems are hungry.
to have leaders in the banking system that are there to protect people's money. Can you imagine a leader that rises and dares to rise in protecting our money? Because you understand now the banking, banking system is just drying us of our money. It doesn't make sense to leave money in a bank. Okay. Leaders in, the, in, in companies, industry, that are there to serve their people and not exploit them. Like how many jobs today are still there exploiting their people? Example, McDonald's generating billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars and yet they're paying their employees minimum wage. Like a leader, like if there were to be a leader to rise, let's say in McDonald's and say, we're going to be paying on performance. So if the McDonald's sells this much, then everybody gets an extra bonus of this much. Where would our world be? Religious leaders that let go of the, the, um, the rituals, I call it, but stick to empowering people. A little bit like what our podcast is doing. You can do all things. And that's what Joel Steen does. That's Steen. why his, his church really, really prospers because he brings this dimension of personal growth and, and possibilities to the human being. So anybody that wants to rise in that field right now is the opportunity. Uh, law, medicine, but I really underlined education. It's, you know, imagine a leader now in the educational field which will teach how to apply the knowledge they're learning. Can you imagine that leader where he can go? Okay. A leader in journalism that doesn't do propaganda or what's the word they, they call it? It's not propaganda. Uh, is it propaganda? Because journalism has turned into propaganda. It's like a publicity for somebody that's paying you an envelope, I call it, versus you become a journalist that you're going to be renowned for speaking the truth. They're probably going to kill you, but that's another thing. Anyways, and I added one. I added one, of course, uh, an MLM leader. In any MLM, somebody, someone that chooses to distinguish themselves in true leadership to bring that solution of earning money from the home. Oh, my God. So this is why we're experience, experiencing this incredible growth right now. Because the leaders of Lidiama have um, revamped themselves into leaders selling the possibility of earning money from the home with a flexible schedule, with unlimited income, with a trusted brand, and an incredible infrastructure that minimizes your hours on the work field. Like, just think. If you were to do everything yourself Monday to Friday, you'd have no life. You would have no life. Do you understand? So right now, if you because I wanted to close off with right now, if you're looking for an opportunity to be a leader, like for me, it wouldn't be politics right now. Maybe when I'm older, who knows? I've always had that dream. It wouldn't be banking. It wouldn't be in opening an industry. It wouldn't be religion although I have thought about it. <laughs> it wouldn't be law, medicine, education. It wouldn't be journal journalism, but anybody, anybody can choose right now to be a leader in an MLM. And that would be kind of our close. What do you think? 